This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was wrong. Alexis was right. Good morning, everyone. Hey, I'm Welcome. sorry. I didn't hear that very clearly. I'm sorry. I can't play it again. It's only a one-time <laughs> play thing. Yeah, it's like Invisible Ink. I can't play it again. I was wrong. Alexis was right. There we go. Oh, I like that one. That's from many, 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 many years ago. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, Hour three on this Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. Uh, The top of our uh, Thursday uh, third hour means one thing. Hey, kittens. It's time for Second Chance Romance. Where we go looking for love in all the wrong places. Wook and Penub. Yep. Uh, Dawn, who do we have? Um, well, today we have a gentleman, and his name is David, and he's on the phone with us right now. <laughs> Greetings, David. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. 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 Good, morning. Good morning. Good morning, David. Welcome to the misery we call Second Chance Romance. Um, oh, thank you. Th- <laughs> no, thank you. You emailed Dawn. I know you guys have spoken. I did. So uh, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell us your love story. Sure. Um, well, my sister told me to contact you all because you can help reconnect me with my lost love, Jess. Oh, Jess. oh lost yeah. love. Okay. Love it. okay. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. We we connected hard and fast. I think we met on a, a, a dating app and, you know, hit it off, I thought, immediately. Um, we went on one date and we had a great time. She's smart. She's kind. She's beautiful. She's tight. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not hearing from her. We, we, we connected on so many levels and then she's just not, not texting me back. Oh my gosh. Well, can, you, um, can you like describe what you did on, you just went out on one date? Yes. Uh, yes. How did the date um, go? What did you do? Yeah. Um, we went to a restaurant. We had a great time. Um, we talked a lot, you know, continued our from our online conversation, talking about family, you know, shared interests. Okay. We, we had so much in common. We laughed a lot. Oh. You know, she she seemed to, to like my sense of humor and uh, I liked hers. So um, and Sorry. after the date, she just won't. Get back in touch with me. I, I, I don't know. Well, the date sounds like fun. Did anything weird happen? I don't think so. No. Um, a buddy of mine happened to be in the restaurant. He stopped by the table. And the, no, nothing weird. I mean, he checked her out because he's kind of creepy like that. You know, he looked her up and down. <laughs> oh, no. And I apologize. I apologized on, on Johnny's behalf. 
to Jess. Good old you know, Johnny. once he walked away, he he was there for for less than two or three minutes. Okay, you know, just saying hi. And plus, if um, he did anything weird, she can't really blame you for that, you know. No, no, and I was very apologetic. Okay, too. So, and and we continued our our lovely conversation afterwards. So. It just, um, I walked her to her car after we had one more drink and um, asked for a phone number. She gave it to me. I texted her so she'd have mine, and then that was it. I've been texting her for the last couple of weeks, and she has not responded. David, I always tend to ask this question because I believe you can. There's an intent. There's a. You can't really put your finger on it, but you can feel the rhythm, the energy between people. Uh-huh. Did you did Did you feel like? the energy was that of a romantic variety or um, were were you feeling that maybe she was thinking friend zone or was there good rhythm? There was excellent rhythm. There was back and forth in the conversation. You know, I, I, you know, I've never connected with anyone so quickly online or then meeting in person, having that connection continue. And, you know, I felt it was very natural. I felt a, a true love connection. And I was shocked when I haven't heard back. I'm I'm worried that something might be wrong, but Aww. you know I'm I'm not a stalker or anything. But that's when my sister said, you know, talk to you guys. You can help. Yeah, that's what well, we're here for. God willing. Do you think um, she hooked up with Johnny? Okay. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> uh, I, 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 yeah, he, he's kind of creepy, and she, <laughs> I, I sense that. That she was creeped out by him. Okay, so, well, that's good um, to know. Yeah, okay. well, I, I, you know, yeah. I, again, I don't think it was to the point that that he ruined our connection, but I don't think that, uh, that to my knowledge, there's no way they could have. Yeah. Okay. Well, David, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put you on hold. Um, you'll okay. be able, you'll be able to hear everything now. Jess awesome. is on the other line and has been, but. We have her oh. hearing music, so yeah, she's she heard anything. none okay. of this. So, but you'll okay. hear her. Yeah, yeah. hold awesome. on a minute, David. We're going to put you on hold. Are you okay over there, Jace? <laughs> I'm fine. No, no. I I actually it hurt. I when she he said tight. She's tight. Yeah. I was like, what the hell did he just you were say? taking a drink of water. And I had a drink of water and it went up my nose. And I felt like, you oh, know, when you're swimming and yeah. it goes and it it's, was stinging. And yeah. so if people watch the video, that's why my back was turned. I was oh, it's clear. Oh, we watched wiping it. my face. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, tight, yeah. yeah huh. tight, tight. Yeah, okay. Um, should we have Jess? Yeah, we should. Okay. Here we go. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> You? Yes. Yeah, me too. Okay, here we go. Oh. Hi, Jess. Uh, you are on the Jason and Alexis show for Second Chance Romance. Thank you for answering our call. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Thank you. Jess, thank you for doing this. Um, I know you spoke to Dawn, so uh, for the sake of saying it again, thank you. We know this is a busy time for everyone, so we'll cut right to it. We do this segment about dates, and we were contacted by a date of yours. Do you remember going out with a dude named David? Yes. Yes, I remember going out with David. Yeah. Okay. Do you mind if we ask, because the the structure, the, the, the gist of this segment is there's no second date or there's a breakdown of communication. Why wasn't there another date, if I can be so bold? Um, well, I mean, we went out to dinner and I just, you know, I didn't feel any sparks between us. Um, 
Yeah, I I mean, honestly, I just think we want different things um, because, like, you know, I want a relationship and I, I want kids maybe one day, but it, he seems to want, like, kids, like, yesterday. And oh. I feel like he, he um, I mean, well, he actually said he, like, he feels like he's running out of time. Oh, also. he's running out of time. Well, you know, yeah, guys yeah, could procreate was... up until their 90s. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. I mean, women can run um, out of time, but... Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so... they want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, other than that, Jess, I mean, so there, it was just an old-fashioned case of you ain't into him. Yeah. I mean, listen, I there's an age difference between us. Which is totally normal. I usually look for older guys because I'm I'm sick of dating guys my age who like don't have their 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 stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't bother me at all. But um, he was he was you know he he said some gross comments about my body that really turned me off, and he was really obsessed with baby making. So it just it screamed like red flag to me. Oh no! Okay. No, oh, no no no! Did he say he had birthing hips or something? <laughs> Yeah, he, well, okay, so there was this pregnant woman in the restaurant who passed her table, and he, like, asked, like, what do you think of that? And then he asked if I was fertile, <gasps> and, yeah, it's just, like, I was, like, whoa, whoa, yeah, mm. it, it, I was, oh. like, mm-mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you Yeah, fertile? I mean, when someone's asking if you're <laughs> fertile, that's probably. It's nothing like more of a turn-on if somebody says, are you fertile, I Myrtle? Mean, I yeah. mean, I did. Yeah. I mean, when 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 we met Dawn at Bar La Grassa, that was our third question. <laughs> was, uh, hey, Dawn, would you hired. like to be our producer? Uh, the third are you was, fertile? would you mind? Our, the third question was, are you fertile? I still am. <laughs> and, and how will your fertility? Anyway, okay, oh. Jess. Oh my gosh, Jess. <laughs> okay, I I love you. So we're just going to tell you right now. A dude is on the other line. We have David on the oh. other line because that's obviously oh. how. Well, I know oh that's obviously how we believe me. I want this to be over too. Um, David, say hi to Jess. Jess, uh, say hi, hi Jess. to I, Okay. I was joking. Hi. That was a joke. Oh. She walked well, by the table. It, it was. I was being silly. You, I know, but it just made me feel really uncomfortable, and it was kind of you shocking. laughed though. Then you didn't say anything afterwards. I thought it was fine. Well, sometimes in the moment, as Minnesotans, we don't say how we're feeling. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, that's true. Well, that that was one. Okay, I got one bad joke. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. But why didn't you text me back? Oh. I mean, look, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know. Okay, I ghosted you. I admit that, and I tried to give you a different number, but you like insist on texting me, texting me right there. And honestly, I just wanted to get in my car and go home, but you were insistent, and oh. I hate to be rude, but I feel like a yeah. doof. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I thought we connected. I mean, in our conversation on you know texting, you know, messaging beforehand, you you know, it was fairly clear what I was looking for and what you were looking for. And you know, we had matching profiles. And you know, don't you have baby fever? Oh, oh no. God! <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I mean, I, I want to, like, you know, I want to have kids someday. Oh. But I mean, that's a lot on the first date. date. And I, you know, yeah. I'm more than just a baby maker. 
Yeah. Oh I'm, I'm more than just, well, you know, oh a vessel I, for life. Yeah, I, 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 I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm going right. to go. <gasps> Bye. Okay. Oh, you're going to go? Okay. Okay. Okay, Guys? so there's no chance of going out on another oh. date and we'll pay for it? Oh, Don. God bless you. <laughs> yes. He's gone. Okay. Oh. Jess, Jess, thank you. We're sorry to bother you on a Thursday morning. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Bye-bye. Oh. Thanks for listening to us. I said Thanks. I already hung up. On oh, okay. Her. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You well, can... I mean, I guess we didn't have to ask about no, 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 no. She's already <laughs> turning to KDWB. She's already. She's no, no, don't. Yeah, she's already <laughs> listening to another station. Oh. She's listening to what a K Rock or whatever. Anyway, um, well, that was a living nightmare. Um, <laughs> it was a living, breathing nightmare. When he said tight, <laughs> tight. We yeah. should have ended it right there. <laughs> I thought he meant like, hey, that's cool. No. That's tight. No, yeah, that's I not guess what I thought. No, that's tight. not. I knew what he meant. So, <laughs> are you sure? Because I think we might be thinking. Tight body? No. Something. Oh something. no! Oh, um, oh Lord! No. Oh man! No, I. Oh, okay, that was awful. Um, I, I've decided that I'm giving up second chance romance for Lent. <laughs> can we all do that? It was supposed to be candy I was giving up, but I've changed it to second chance. Can we just? I know. Let's do this on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, let's just eat fish sandwiches during um, the segments. Let's just do that. Let's. We'll make great radio. We'll we'll critique fish sandwiches. Yeah, get a smorgasbord. Oh, are you fertile? Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, um, let's take a break and yeah. rethink our career choices. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal: if you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist, and she's one of ten accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly. And timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google too, and here's what RJ said My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Uh, before we begin, the Jason and Alexis show would like to give out the inaugural Employee of the Month. Uh, and the department that has won the Employee of the Month today is the Traffic Department. Thank you. Uh, the Traffic Department has won <laughs> Great Employee timing. of the Month. It's time for the Dirt Alert. I, <laughs> let's get caught up with the news of the day. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Um, AMC Entertainment has announced that they're testing out a new pricing model with uh, new films, and it's going to start this weekend. What a convenient time. Because the Batman opens, and they know that people will be going to the theater in droves. The new pricing model will make new films higher in price than other films playing at the same time. Imagine that. So well, right now, nobody knows how much higher the newer films will be than other films. But AMC, you know, they've done this with their prices before with weekend prices and midweek prices. Uh, that's kind of normal with every theater. If you go to a matinee, it's cheaper, you know. But um, it's been working at its international theaters for years. Thanks for oh. packaging it like that. It's been working because people want to see those big blockbuster movies. And so they'll pay whatever. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry it's like to be so Uber bitter about this, but it's calling yeah. it a new pricing model is just like, we're not dumb, okay? You're hiking up the prices before big blockbuster movies. Yep. And anecdotally, uh, a side note on a related topic, if you are planning to see the Batman, I did because um, I'm Han Solo tonight, so I thought about going to see it. Yeah. Uh, I did a spin through theaters. It's like 2019 levels as far as uh, there are a lot of movie houses uh, that are sold out yeah. for tonight for the Batman. Yeah. Um, so that's encouraging that these big movies can still bring people back to the theater. Um, so if you're going to see the Batman, don't just assume because we're still in the pandemic, you're going to be able to walk in. Nope. No. People are coming back to the movie theater. So Yes. MC is going with his right. group of friends, his guy friends that see movies together, the Friends of Cinema, which is fuck. Oh, I love that. If you <laughs> yeah. make a fuck, F-O-C. Yeah. Friends of Cinema. They got their love tickets that. a while ago, though, so they are good to oh. go. Um, Tori Spelling, she's looking back on her life uh, in her late father's enormous mansion because it's up for sale again. So uh, her mother sold this when uh, a while ago, and now it's being sold again for $165 million. Just so you know, the expanse of this estate, it is 56,000 square feet. Um, and they built it in 1991. She only lived in this mansion for two years, she says. And actually, she has a podcast called... 9021OMG. That's the name <laughs> of her podcast. Um, and she, you know, said some things like um, she never did see all the rooms in oh. the entire mansion because oh there are gosh. so many rooms that she actually never went in every room. 
she kind of wanted to, but um, her mom said there was, she said there was a whole wing that was just for the staff. So they didn't, she said she really didn't give a chance to go into that area of the mansion before the staff moved in. And her mother said, no, that is just for them and they need their privacy. So you can't go in there. Uh, And then they had other things like she said her dad loved bowling. So there's a full size bowling alley in there. There's a room for flower cutting. There are two rooms for gift wrapping. One for Christmas specifically, and then one just for normal gift wrapping. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there's an arcade. The wow. Uh, there's an arcade. There's a barber shop. Uh, and, you know, it was a great place to throw massive parties. And they did it on a regular basis. Um, and one time, uh, she couldn't remember that Prince Charles was at their house. Like, she, her mother threw a party for Prince Charles. And so that was um, wow. The only one she could clearly remember was the one that her mom threw for her wedding. Um, oh, and then she said that they, when when her mother sold the mansion, they went over there, and her kids were very little, and uh-huh. they said goodbye to the house and went through the house with her mom and everything just to say goodbye to it. And but now she wants to go back while it's on sale <laughs> with her kids that are uh, they're big now, so yeah. that she can go look. This is where I lived. Because it's kind of like her kids have heard about it and they're like, why do you need all that room? It's just, she said it didn't feel, um, it actually felt cozy the way it was decorated. <laughs> but, but the only places yeah, that she they... Yeah, she like two rooms. Yeah, yeah, the only places that they hung out was their bedrooms, um, the kitchen, her dad's office, and like a movie room. You know, but other places, you know, like the bowling alley, they'd go there from time to time too. But there were literally like... A hundred rooms. So if you've seen this, you can see the real estate listing right now and you can see pictures of it online and you'll just be like, it reminds me of the Russell's house as far as the grand opening of it and how big that is. Like their front entrance entrance and their foyer, foyer, as they would call it, is so big that it's like ballroom size with two staircases going up. Oh, that's the Gilded Age. Yeah, Gilded Gilded Age. Yeah, sorry. Um, That's what it reminds me of. And then you just think about, when you look at the aerial view, you're like, gosh, that is $165 million. I mean, it's just (sighs) Who's going to buy this house? People so interested in big big mansions like this? I mean, I think maybe a foreign, um, somebody who owns the Falcon Crest Uh estate. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. A lot of times it is people that have, you know, are from overseas and they just have so much money. They don't know what to do with it. Saudi Arabia is going to buy it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, um, A NASCAR driver, Tony Stewart, is selling his house in the foyer is a waterfall and trout pond. Oh, wow. Fishing in your house. Inside. Oh my gosh, that's cool. I want to see Ooh, the inside of that. Think of the condensation in there. <laughs> I know all I have Nobody. is dad thoughts. Nobody like, thinks with about Tori that. spelling. Uh, I'm thinking, well, how much does it cost to run that joint every day? Just practical stuff. Monthly, yes. it's like, you know, $20,000. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, Alexis is uh, deep in the Kanye West documentary. Plus, uh, yeah, so we're going to discuss a little Mr. West or (laughs) Yee when we return back after this. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. 
Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. I had difficulty in the day. I could not stay alert. I stopped bending my limbs. I ate soup with my hands. I made robot noises during important meetings. I would stare at people until they became uncomfortable. Then a friend suggested Jason and Alexis. Their mix of entertainment news, pop culture musings, interviews, animal stories, crafting tips, and random, sometimes confusing comments have given me balance and the will to be a better me. Hello, world. Maybe you're ready for Jason and Alexis. One quick listen should cause instant gratification. Side effects are a concern and may include uncontrollable giggling, unnecessary profanity, hot liquid diarrhea, puddles of constant drool, shrub-like toe fungus, mangled and deteriorated intestines, gelatinous clotting mucus, explosive anal emission. But these are minor. To find out if Jason and Alexis are right for you, ask your doctor. Or don't, because really, what do they know? Do whatever you want. I don't care. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis uh, right here on My Talk and streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jason, Lex, Dawn, and Kenny on this Thursday, March 3rd. Lex, um, you're still watching the Kanye documentary? Yes, I am. A Kanye trilogy. It's on Netflix called Genius. And uh, gosh, wow, I'm still really enjoying it. Last night, the third part of the stool. <laughs> the third oh, part came out. Stool. I'm just trying to think of things with three Anyway, uh, the tripod, the the trifecta of the trilogy came out last night. It was an an hour and a half. I got halfway through and we both just kind of hit the wall. And um, but of course, we enjoyed what we saw. It's really an unprecedented view into Chicago hip hop. Also, of course, Kanye West. Uh, It's done by Cootie and Chike, and they just do a really good job. It's like they're it's like home videos that they've put together. And uh, why are you laughing over there? I don't know. It's just the way you said cootie and cheeky. Oh, okay. okay. Just, you're so I, adorable. And it's just like, I, you just acted like there was somebody that came to your house yeah. last Saturday for a barbecue. <laughs> it's put together by cootie and cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do get an intimate portrait of their, of cooties, especially his life. Because he talks about uh, having a baby and then how for many years he didn't talk to Kanye. But he'd come back with Donda when Donda, his mom. Mom, Kanye's mom would ask him to capture something for them, whether it was for the foundation that they started for the schools. and um, But this is also the episode where Donda dies oh. and how he reacted to that versus everyone else and everyone telling him how he should behave. He didn't mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's. It's really powerful. I, I really enjoy this. You, it's not sugarcoating anything. You it's really not. see his climb. Yeah, you don't. I don't think that he had any say in what's what can stay or what can go. He's just become a dad now. So, and they have that in common. So they kind of reconnect. Um, but it had been many years because he was, you know, out there being a rock star and starting his fashion line and 
kind of disconnecting from the people who he kind of grew up with and really like really know him. So you kind of see so, that interaction again and so it's an unvarnished look. Like it's the, the ugly parts too. It doesn't paint him as this perfect person. Oh, no, it doesn't. You'll see quotes he visits the school and and you see his you know, you, it's always a a line for him of confidence and cockiness. Mm. And he will always see it as being very confident. He's like, if no one else is going to be confident in me, I got to do that. And there's something that's really inspirational and uplifting about that and kind of the way he goes about it in in the beginning. And then now we're kind of getting into 2019, 2020. um, And uh, so I need to finish that. But um, really, the death of his mother, they were very, very close. And she was also someone who could bend his ear and really help steer him in the right direction and without that you kind of see what happens oh i mean we know we've watched it i mean that's what we do right yeah yeah um but to kind of see some of the behind the scenes videos of that it's really captivating okay i was just looking up the producers or the directors Uh uh-huh because you've been talking about them and uh like yeah um so it looks like they might have met or or their first project together was something called Benji, and it was for ESPN 30 for 30 series. It was about a basketball player in uh, at Chicago Simeon High School, Benji Benjamin Wilson, and his life story in the 80s. So I just like to see where people yeah. have their roots as mm-hmm. producing and directing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Cootie met him at Kanye when Kanye was 17, and Cootie was like 24, and he just said, hey, you have some kind of spark, something. You have it. Can I just start a documentary about you? And had no idea that it would be like this. Okay. So, and then in the times when they weren't together, he did his own films. He had some films in the Tribeca film, <clears throat> excuse me, fest. And um, so, yeah, so he's been doing his own thing. Yeah. Well, now... There's another story with Pete Davidson that you have oh, on here and right. further Kanye news. Yeah, there's that music video. It's claymation. And uh, basically, he takes a clay figure that looks just like Pete Davidson. And he even admits and he drags him and he buries it. He's also a clay figure, too. <laughs> so there's also that. And so, also that Kim Kardashian is finally, finally single. The divorce is official. And she said that he really needed that in order to move on. But back to the, the yeah. video. So you said, Barry. So basically it shows a claymation, just breaking it down, a claymation yeah. Kanye yep. killing and burying a claymation Pete Davidson. Yeah. And I can't believe I just said that yeah. sentence. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, That's what, what, Yeah. I, I just what what happened? Songs I, called uh, "Easy" with the Z. I just don't understand if you're a father. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. I just don't understand how this helps the kids. You know what I mean? I don't understand. It's not about artistic and nothing. It's to me, in he's my not opinion, about them. no, he's not. I mean, when you're 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 in effect bashing your mother's boyfriend, that's just uh, to me that seems like unnecessary drama. Uh, to be adding to a family dynamic that doesn't seem to be real stable right now. Yeah, makes him look so, real petty and makes it, his, yes. Pete Davidson look real good. History yeah. has shown he only cares about Kanye. True. He cares about nobody else on the planet except himself. 
or his mama. I'm watching this yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 I just You're watching the video? I am watching the video. It starts with the church burning, and then there's a coffin that opens up, and Pete Davidson is in it, it looks like. And then he is himself, not Claymation. Oh, I'm sorry. The game is also in this, and he's... Um, so it's a collaboration there, and he's sitting on a coffin. Yeah. And then it goes back to Claymation. It's an interesting video. I mean, um, here's the thing. If he d- hates him so much, now he's being dragged uh, he's bound on a like an atv oh boy there's his head and then he drags him behind it and then his head has not been removed Um, it's like high school it's like here's the thing if you hate him so much right now this is going to live on forever yeah so you're actually giving this guy more power yeah you know the more you talk about him yeah you're giving this as we say, you know, when we and we, we're all guilty of it, I'm especially when we get um, when we get hurt or we get our day ruined by an email or a tweet or someone doesn't like something we said. I always try to remind myself to snap myself back. You're giving a lot of power of uh, uh, you're giving a lot of power away to a stranger to affect your day. Yes. And I know that sounds like something on a Hallmark card, but I will tell you <laughs> what that a great a, Hallmark card though, that indeed. does occasionally snap me out of when I get hurt or um sad about someone going i you suck you know i like laurie and julia better whatever whatever it is of the day um i i do think about wow you know i'm giving sally a lot of power over my well-being and that's that then that pisses me off and then i snap out of it his view is probably like well no that definitely jace his view is probably like um i'm making money off of this but it's actually really disturbing and pete davidson might have a case here yeah. If you wanted to, or maybe at yep. least to file a restraining order. It's just unnecessary. Oh, and that's God. pretty It's kind of petty. It is. And embarrassing. Yeah. Crazy. He like plants roses and then the head comes up with the roses, oh. like Pete Davids' head. Thank you for watching this, Dawn, so we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. No, I, God I, bless you. I watched a little and I was like, oh, uh, gosh, okay, fast forward. Oh, whoa, so what? we have two employees of the day. We have uh, the traffic department for perfect commercial placement, and then we have Dawn McClain for watching that video, oh, so we don't have to. traffic yeah. as in commercial traffic. Yes. Not, I thought you no, were no, congratulating no, Kenny. Kenny. No, 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 no. Kenny. Traffic. Is there a traffic incident traffic. because he was waving his hand uh, earlier? Southbound 35W oh. is closed at County 14 south of the Forest Lake split due to a car fire. Oh. Um, and for some reason, there's two ambulances on the scene. We never see that at a car fire, so that's probably why they're not letting traffic through again. Mm. That's southbound 35W, shut down south of the Forest Lake split. Thank you, my friend. Mm. When we return, we don't often talk uh, because it's boring. We don't often talk about the passing of a film executive or a film producer. Uh, today is different, and I will explain why. I'm going to point out one when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. So uh, we've been telling you, we've been shuffling things around. We get real bored, just like you guys. We have a short attention span, so we've moved things around. We used to do Jump the Shark here, but uh, we wanted to end the show on high notes or different notes. And uh, one of the things we're moving around is a segment we occasionally do called Down the Rabbit Hole, uh, which is kind of a a round trip ticket in my mind because I, I can't really tell you where Greece is on a map. But I can absolutely give you the primetime lineup for ABC uh, in the 85-86 season. Uh, my point being is sometimes I go down a rabbit hole of pop culture-ness uh, that's fun to share with you. And that's uh, today's one of those games. Here they go, they go, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole. And today's trip.
trip down the rabbit hole has a little uh, uh, a topical peg, and that is the death of uh, of Hollywood producer and executive Alan Ladd Jr. If you if you see uh, uh, any story today in your Google News or your Apple News or whatever, uh, and you see his name, uh, uh, click on it if you would, uh, because if you're listening to the station, you enjoy pop culture, and Alan Ladd Jr. is. A, uh, a lesser known, but at the same time, a very important figure in pop culture because, quite simply, without Alan Ladd Jr., there would be no little film called Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, and, and though he did many other movies, or though he was involved in very uh, uh, varied movies like The Right Stuff, Blade Runner, uh, Once Upon a Time in America, um, Braveheart. Be, uh, Braveheart. Uh, we're going to focus really on Star Wars for just a few minutes. Uh, George Lucas was coming off the success of American Graffiti. It was George's uh, big movie. Everybody loved it. It came out. He was the hottest director in Hollywood. And Alan Ladd Jr. ran 20th Century Fox. And he saw American Graffiti and said, George, I love this movie. I would love to work with you. And George says, well, I'm working on this space soap opera uh, called Star Wars, the sci-fi movie. Now, keep in mind, it's weird to think about, but sci-fi movies in the 70s were poison. Nobody wanted to make them. None of the studios had any appetite for sci-fi. And Alan Ladd Jr. was such a fan of George and such a fan of American Graffiti that he gave George $20,000 to finish the screenplay of Star Wars, which at the time, George was flat broke. And was more money than than Mr. Lucas had seen in in a while. So he wrote Star Wars and uh, every studio passed on it except Alan Ladd Jr. And he put it into production uh, and he went to the board and put his neck on the line because, you know, 20th wasn't doing real well at this point. And a couple wrong moves and 20th Century Fox would have gone bankrupt. And that's. They almost went bankrupt with Cleopatra in the 60s, and this era wasn't great for them either. So Alan Ladd, quite literally, and it's not hyperbole, he put his neck on the line for a young director and a sci-fi movie, a genre that nobody believed in. And uh, so as it was being made, uh, the production ran over. There was so much trouble, and we won't go into that. That's a whole other thing about the making of the, of the movie itself. But it is safe to say that Alan Ladd kept Star Wars from being shut down. And it was going to be shut down. There were, ex- there were executives on the 20th board that wanted to shut it down uh, and not finish it. They were willing to lose whatever millions that they had already spent because they were hearing such horror stories from the set. Uh, it was overrun, and the British crew was was putting them into overtime because of tea breaks, mandatory tea breaks, and and the like. But Alan uh, kept it going, protected George, which is what a good boss does at that level. You let creatives work, and you kind of push away the nonsense. You 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 shield them from the executive nonsense, and that's what Alan Ladd Jr. did. And uh, wow. and then and then uh, Star Wars came out, and we know how that went. Mm. And twentieth uh, <laughs> rewarded him uh, by firing him a couple years later. But anyway, <laughs> wow, uh, what did he do after later. that? 
Well, he went on to do other movies. I mean, 420th, like I said, yeah. uh, and other, and he went to MGM. Uh, and I think after that, he just formed an, his own production company. And, Has George uh, Lucas said anything after his passing? I, I didn't, I haven't seen a, a statement yeah. from George, but um, he, he, you know, people called him Laddie. And I know uh, George looked upon him um, with great admiration because it's again for the second time it's not hyperbole to say without a gentleman named alan ladd jr uh we would not have c-3po we would not have the death star we would not have wookies and we wouldn't have baby yoda in pop culture oh imagine we wouldn't have grogu and alexis would have to crochet other creatures (laughs) yes oh and i love it so if you if oh, you oh he get has a, paid tribute he sent he a statement to the Hollywood Reporter and he said called, he said he had an independent spirit he's forever grateful that he took a great personal and professional risk on Star Wars. Yep. Oh. Well, oh. and let me tell you, uh, in the twentieth board it should have and rightfully so kiss his rear yeah. because uh, oh they all the, all the studio executives got like two million dollar bonuses from Star Wars. And uh, and again, all of these idiots who didn't want to do it, then they had to eat crow and be mm-hmm. like, because, you know, Star Wars, the movie in 77 became the, you know, it was a giant hit for Fox. Wow. Uh, the, so. What a tribute. The, yeah. They yeah, should make like a said, statue of him and put it up. They should. <laughs> somewhere. And yeah, put it seriously. in the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or whatever's next. Well, Fox should Put, yeah, well, uh, on, on the lot. I oh, mean, they should absolutely. they yeah. should name a soundstage or something because Laddie Laddie was a a little known legend yeah. in entertainment. George Lucas so. said he was like quite and thoughtful, but he was one of the few who stood up and yep. he, he bet on the person rather than the project. Yep. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Imagine that. Mm. More executives need to do that. What with his gut. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. Happy Thursday. We'll talk tomorrow. Ooh, we've got a movie review from Dawn. Oh, my God. Nice (laughs) rom-com. Don and Steve up next. We love you. Bye for now.